Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 708 and today I'm going to talk about the imposter syndrome. In fact, I did a podcast when I had mood prep on the imposter syndrome that I think is worth going back and having listened to. However, I'm, I've got my inspiration this time from uh, Susan David, who is the author of Emotional Agility, and she shared on her Insta um, just the other day, uh, there's two lines. One says imposter syndrome, the other one says self-compassion. And uh, I want to read through these and then share my thoughts on them with you. In imposter syndrome, that column, she says, I am fake. In the self-compassion column, it says, this is new to me. It's obviously a suggestion from this idea if you're in a situation where you feel like you're an imposter but no one knows it yet and you're going to get found out and you think that you're fake, that you don't deserve to be here, another way to consider that situation is that this is new to me and this is common for me to feel like this. In fact, most people would feel like this. The next one is, I'm not smart enough for this job compared to, I made a mistake, I'm still learning, which is presupposing there's a mistake, but either way, I'm, you know, not smart enough for this job and uh, I made a mistake I'm still learning the next one down says no one should listen to my advice compared to my opinions are useful and valid keeping in mind that it's imposter syndrome on one side self-compassion on the other side which is this is new to me I made a mistake I'm still learning and my opinions are useful and valid it's all self-assuring to some degree um, but there's a, there's a key thing with, with both of these things that I want to point out in just a moment. She goes on to say, tough thoughts are normal. They're often a form of self-protection, which is very true. But don't let them call the shots on who you are and how you live, right? Let's let, tough thoughts are normal. And she's referring to these as tough thoughts, not myths or incorrect thoughts or, or anything along those lines. That, that may be tough things to hear that we, over time deemed to be true and that's where we start to live a myth and live based upon that myth and that's where um, we can really struggle to overcome these difficulties of this idea of the imposter syndrome more often than not the imposter syndrome isn't to do with um, you know successful people feel it but dumb people don't like all that type of concept a lot of it's to do with backing yourself you don't trust yourself you don't trust that that you know in that situation that you will be um, able to deal not necessarily to get it right to be able to move forward and that was one of the key things with the offerings of what she had from imposter syndrome to self-compassion imposter syndrome the comments are actually quite static they're the static judgments of a given situation about ourselves, whereas the self-compassion column is actually looking at more of a, a process-type thinking, as if, you know, rather than failure being an event, I'm a failure, I suck at this, it's actually failure is part of the process, it's actually a precursor to learning, right? It's the same as frustration. Frustration is a precursor to learning. If you're frustrated with something, chances are you're about to learn something. When we can not just positively reframe that, but understand that that's, if you look back on your life, it was part of the process because your life's process has led you to where you are now. Neither good, neither bad. It's where you are now based on the process of what has happened prior to that. This is a powerful un, like, concept to understand because... This idea of the imposter syndrome, it's not actually a syndrome, it's a lack of trust in yourself. 
And if we, we struggle to trust in ourselves, what's that about? What, what, what are the myths behind that, right? What, when you're experiencing this imposter syndrome, where can you feel your energy in your body? Is it in, are you in your head? Is that all it is? Or can you feel your heart racing? Can you feel that you're choking up? And if that's the case, where in your life have you also previously experienced these types of situations? What evidence do you have that you're an imposter? And these are all really important questions because what it actually brings to the surface for us is what's going on for us that makes us feel a particular way and therefore continue to act a particular way. And if we are able to understand this and see the positive intention behind why we think we're an imposter, such as I don't deserve good things, and good people with good upbringings can have structures in their mind that say this to themselves, then it makes sense why you would create this scenario where you're an imposter so that you don't stay there because this is really good. I mean, something's going to go wrong soon. It always does rather than understanding that it's a part of a process that you get to continually respond to. When we acknowledge the idea of the imposter syndrome but also acknowledge the fact that it's not a syndrome that it's a group of thinking patterns that we value that from from an earlier age that had a positive influence on certain areas in our life during that time that we now carry over to today and it usually is associated with a lack of trust in ourself so the question is how can i trust myself what can i trust within myself how can I, of course, like, like Susan has done here, reframe these questions, these statements to, to see life from rather a static judgment viewpoint to this fluid process of growth and development? And this is new to me. I made a mistake. I'm still learning. And my opinions are useful and valid. Other things that you can consider is if I was to bring the best of me to this situation, what would I do? What would the, the person who would have a solution for this situation, what would they do? All of a sudden, these, the way that we ask questions of ourselves, rather than these full stop statements of I'm fake, I'm not smart, no one should listen to my advice, full stop statements, we start to ask questions, we become more resourceful. When we become more resourceful, then not only are our opinions more valid, but they're actually more useful once again because they're about moving forward for yourself and your team. This is easily one of the most powerful things that we can do because no matter what, if you feel an imposter in your environment, you will not move forward because you'll be continually stuck in this idea that you're not good enough. So if you really want to influence, if you really want to reach your potential, we need to start with this. And on that note, team, I am done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, it would mean the world to me. If you would pass it on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial. And if you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you would like one personally signed by me. If you're an athletic coach or a high performer, keep your eye out for my program starting next month. I'd love to have you in the inner game or with Flow Intelligence, but keep an eye out. Uh, otherwise, that's it from me. Big love, peace and pizza. I will see you all soon.